Core is powered by listeners and viewers like you. To support Core and its hosts, go to patreon.com slash core show today. Come on, Varian. I know you can fight better than that. serve this to a donkey <laughs> hey everybody welcome back to core it is core now if you're watching the video version of the show you might notice a little something new <laughs> john is a, a siberian woman looking for trash uh or i mean john Bo, not but not john john and i are wearing luchador masks boy i blew that whole thing anyway we're wearing luchador masks can you tell can you hear it audio listeners <laughs> I don't know if they can tell if we're wearing these or not, but uh, we're wearing them. Hello, gentlemen. Do you have any codes for Heroes of Storm? <laughs> you're, you're like a little Armenian woman with her like, pulled back hair out, scrubbing around for, you know, scraps or whatever. No offense, you Armenians. hungry. Do you want some food? <laughs> I'm making food. It's a new character for uh, for uh, the Saturdays. Anyway, uh, yeah, we got these cool masks in the mail, kind of unannounced. They just showed up, and they're luchador masks. John and I have a goal to wear these the entire episode. It should not affect uh, how this episode sounds to the end user listener. It should only affect how it sounds to John and I, right? Because I'm I got a little muffle going on, but I can I yeah, can live with it. You also have headphones over your your mask. <clears throat> yeah, so I have a thin layer of of mylar or Zortex or whatever this stuff is. I don't know what this stuff is. But it's uh it's a fine layer between my ears and its ability to perceive and the actual sound. That's okay. I'm gonna make it through. Although my beard itch is real bad right now. Really, yeah, really welcome bad. Welcome to it. Woo! It's the time. How do these luchadors do it, man? Don't know. But uh thanks, Blizzard, for that. Uh, uh Bo's probably got his stuck in customs somewhere. In fact, a customs agent, Bo, is probably wearing this thing, running around the the office or whatever they have, uh, going, Oh, look at me. I'm Jack Black or whatever they think is going on with the <laughs> like you think this is for lovemaking, eh? <laughs> you think who, who wears a mask like that? Think this is oh, I don't know there, Bill. Making. But uh we should put a bat in the box. No, uh, maybe I'd take it out for a test spin before I put it back in. Yeah. And they'll do that, right? And then you'll get it and it'll smell like what? Like fries uh, and gravy. Like it'll smell like Nash Maggard. Poutine. poutine. It will smell like poutine. Everyone loves the smell of poutine. Uh, hey, look, it's Core, everybody. It's the Heroes of the Storm podcast. We're back at it. It's Wednesday. Welcome to it. It's May 30th, the end of the month. We are happy to be here. Uh, nice to see a nice, uh, vibrant chat, chat room today. Thank you all for being here and enduring this uh, physical monstrosity that we have created visually on your screen. Let's dive right in, guys, and talk about something that, ha- that landed literally after we finished our last episode, which was a real bummer. I hate when that happens. I hate it when it happens across all my shows, but when news drops... And we just finished. It's kind of frustrating. But we talked about loot boxes last week and event-based loot boxes. And all that stuff came up in a bunch of conversation. Uh, we really had it out on the show about where we're at with loot boxes. What we like, what we don't like, what we'd like to see changed and all of that. Almost right after the show ended, Blizzard makes the significant changes to how loot boxes work at a fundamental level. At least uh, regarding this current event and perhaps moving forward. So, Bo, you were the one that broke the news to us in Slack and said, oh my gosh, did we just turn off the mics? Look at this. 
Do you want to break down what they're doing? What did they change? Why? Why did they change it? And clearly it had nothing to do with us because we were recording when this was obviously already decided. Mm -hmm. So we can't take credit. But uh, what do you think of all this? Um, so let me uh, take a look. Cause, uh, yeah, so it looks like that the likelihood for the Nexomania items will increase mm -hmm. over Suns Out, Guns Out items, which was a source of ire. Um, so that's good. Uh, and also, uh, if you use gems to buy Nexomania loot boxes prior to 7 p.m. on May 23rd, you'll receive a new number of Nexomania loot chests Equal to the amount you purchased, John. How many did you purchase your fifty billion boxes before May twenty third at seven? I did. Uh, oh my god, you're getting double the boxes. Did you get them? Did get double the boxes. It was nice. I logged in and there were a whole bunch of boxes, and I thought I'm gonna be responsible and I'm gonna wait until I have the gold to open these properly because I was out of gold, and then I opened them all. And you got them then, so. Uh, well not anymore they have been open <laughs> oh you opened the second the second one yeah yeah you john, didn't save really john doesn't hold on to them the way you do he doesn't why keep would them. i hold on to them how much reroll power did you have on these didn't you burn through very a bunch of little <laughs> john impulse control <laughs> sounds like something on the starship enterprise somebody get me impulse control <laughs> i don't work in that department Here's my the... shirt is not for that station hold on a second though did yes bo's wearing a newspaper on his head chat room a few people are confused why he doesn't have a mask he's got a newspaper on his head as close as we could get i'm sure the word lucha and maybe door is in one of those articles on his head the point is uh that's a nice little uh effort they made there for people who sunk a bunch of money there so clearly we were you know at, at the very least reflecting what a lot of people were feeling or else i don't know that they would have made this change this feels like probably uh you know, the reason they did this was because of direct pressure from the community. And I don't necessarily mean negative pressure, but maybe, I don't know, maybe there was enough disdain in, in various forums that they were just like, oh, yeah, you know what? These are, it's a little weird how we're doing this. Let's, let's rethink it and redo it. And, and they did a nice little make good there, which is good. Uh, John, did you get that stuff before you knew about the change or you knew about the change before you got the stuff? No, I got the stuff before. I did not know. Because remember, this is what we talked about last week with my experiment to see what felt better, buying one of the bundles or opening the equivalent amount of money in loot boxes. And so uh, it was a very welcome thing to get that many loot boxes. It, it felt good. Yeah. I still don't know where I would land as far as saying, you know, I think ultimately if you love all the stuff, you're better off just buying the bundles. Right. Like you're ultimately going to spend less money you're probably your best bet if i'm being honest with you is to play as much as you're going to play earn what you can hopefully you get exceptionally lucky and then just buy the bundle at the end of the event at a reduced price sure like that's that's kind of the ultimate goal because i still don't think the loot boxes pan out to be worth it unless you have a lot of reroll ability uh which i don't because i'm always operating at approximately no gold mm. so but one thing that I, I think is probably the biggest news of this that's also very exciting is they said going forward, new hero skins that are included in larger event bundles will also be available in separate skin packs. Mm. And each pack will be purchasable using gems and will contain all currently available versions of that skin. So if you went into this event and said, you know what, I just, I'm really into Kerosene right now. That's what I like. 
and that's where my thing is. Mm -hmm. You don't have to buy one of the bundles to get that. There will be a separate Karazim at that time. It's okay. not there for this one, but that'll be going forward. With so me. they're going to do that. Okay. That I like. I like that a lot. I think that feels a lot better. Uh, they also made a note to let everybody know that if you got loot chests during the event from normal progression, so you're just, you know, you dinged a level, you got a loot chest, those are not being reimbursed because there's nothing to reimburse. You didn't pay for them. They just, yeah. you paid for them with time and sweat and hard work. <laughs> but not money yeah. so how i play heroes really i'm like oh. <laughs> you know there's a few people out there who did some edging that got that got shafted oh oh i'm sure yeah you guys know about that right i've heard of this but why don't you explain edging. it for the non-initiated it's it's with the practice of before the event happens you get all your characters like within 100 experience point 100,000 experience points of leveling roughly mm. yeah so that they're ready to level come come event time i wonder if they thought ahead to that sort of that being a thing in this oh. game and i wonder how many people really do it i never really do it but i usually have six or seven that i'm that i can edge mm. um, so i wonder you know how do you know so, i mean how do you know you're gonna not screw up win really hard and get enough xp and you have a booster and you're gonna end up going over the I line think visually if it's past the if it's before the 75 percent of the the simply the almost circle mm -hmm. that fills you're probably good you have mm -hmm. to play two games maybe not a big deal mm -hmm. i just i know it's a thing but i don't know how many people throw all 70 so nexomania drops and like boom 70 games later and then they don't they, they didn't you know benefit from it it's too right. bad right it's too bad uh, so but, um, here's a yeah. quote they gave us uh, toward the end of this announcement. This change doesn't mean big event bundles are down for the count. We still plan to add them to the game, but wanted to give players more variety when it comes to picking up new event items. Um, overall, I think this is all good. It doesn't, you know, mm -hmm. there, there are larger issues that we discussed last week. We've discussed on other episodes and many in the community are talking about these things, of course, that are not being addressed with this. I mean, this doesn't fix all the issues with um, the current loot system and the way that loot boxes work and all that. But it's a definitely a step in the right direction, especially as it applies to events. So I say, well done, I think Blizzard. the response time was pretty quick. That's what was impressed me the most. Was it just that quickly after the event started? That it's yeah. it's almost so quick. It's like, wait a minute, did they have a notion that this was going to be a problem, and they just thought, well, let's see how it goes. Oop, we already getting backlash. Okay, quick, change it. Like. It's so I'm I'm not trying to you know cast uh, any sort of weird conspiracy their direction or anything. I'm just saying it seemed real quick, like what two days I two days to, after the patch or I have something. To imagine that like at least Blizzard for sure, and but I don't think all companies are, but like several game companies are very cognizant of the fact that like gamers are the pickiest customers in the universe. Yeah. Like the the a meme will trigger them. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, poor Star Wars, probably a good game. Never play it because oh, power creep in my loot boxes, and all of a sudden you're it lives and dies on these. Like it's like everyone got a fly in their soup at some restaurant. Up like mm -hmm. that, the probability of that actually happening, even in a dirty restaurant, is yeah. probably really low. But yeah. in Gamerland, that's like it's like everyone got a big turd in their <laughs> soup. <laughs> you know, it's just like. There were so it's it's at such a scale that it's so insane. So I know right. Blizzard's pretty good at picking up on what their community's telling. They tend to be. I know they pay attention. This is a good sign of that. So well done, Blizzard. We'll see how it goes moving forward. Let's talk about quick match for a minute. It's always fun to go back to quick match. Talk about what quick match is for. All my favorite people in Heroes of the Storm, including professional players, all the way down to casters, streamers, 
and fellow podcasters all play quick match here and there. It's not all 100% of the time uh, competitive where you're, you know, drafting and everything. Some people just want to get in, play some quick games, try the new hero out, mess about, do some quests, whatever it is. Earn some of that gold so you can do re-rolls, whatever it is. And uh, so it's good to return to that mode, I think, uh, as a discussion point once in a while and talk about it. So uh, it's kind of tricky. There's old comps you have to deal with. There's people watching HEC that are trying to force new meta into the more casual game mode of the game. Uh, it's there, there's, a, there's a freedom in me being able to say, all right, I'm going to play Deckard Kane because I can. And whoever this matches me up with, you know, be damned. Who cares? It doesn't matter. I came in here to play Deckard Kane, and that's the I'm going to get matched with a bunch of people, and that's going to be our comp. That's a great amount of freedom, but there is a big cost to that freedom. Uh, and the costs are many. John, I throw it to you. Let's discuss that. And are the cross are the costs too high? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we kind of know that they are because we do know that ultimately changes are coming to quick match and that at a certain point we're going to get uh, required comps. You know, we're going to have to have at least certain requirements met for a proper comp, even in quick match. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's going to be a welcome change. You know, we'll see how it ultimately all goes down. But right now, quick match is the Wild West. It's their biggest, most common mode. But if you decided I want to go in and play a DPS, your match quality is very questionable what you might see, mm -hmm. especially depending on who you pick. If you get put in the special queue, there's a couple heroes that people may or may not know about. You pick them. Congratulations, you're in special queue. You didn't know it, but I hope you enjoy playing against a Nova or an Abathur or a Taronda because you got put in the special queue. Yeah. And I think these are all things that, you know, make it kind of feel like the Wild West right now. And I think that's the stuff that's going to be ultimately addressed. But, you know, I I think it's worth mentioning to people, you know, kind of our thoughts on where Quick Match is at right now and where we think it's going to go. And for me, I there's a period of time where I was stalwart. You should just be playing unranked draft. Mm -hmm. Don't even bother going into Quick Match. Mm -hmm. And i guess depending on how things go on any given night i still feel that's true yeah um it will make you turn on your friends oh yeah because yeah. here's here's the problem that happens you have you're you're playing as a as a you know a five stack let's say you have somebody come in and they say you know what i'm with my friends i get to pick my hero nobody's gonna judge me here this is a safe space it's time to break out the abathur the problem is you have me on the team who immediately goes, oh, you're putting us in the special queue. <laughs> yeah. We tried to do this on purpose last week. Uh, Kyle was trying to make it so we ended up being against an Abathur. And, yeah, he uh, tried to force it. He tried to force it, and he's using that, this this whole thing we're talking about, he's using that as a way to do that. And if you force it, we were going to kind of cheese them with a counter that was going to be interesting. It didn't happen that time, but for, for the most part, you can kind of count on getting that some of those people out of that special queue are going to come into your weird games like that. And there's some exploitation happening there. Well, at least we were going to experiment in it. Well, we didn't get a chance to. So I don't actually know how that goes down. But uh, 
the best luck we had last week is just picking heroes that we're all good with and then we win games <laughs> weird yeah. right really weird how that works out um but uh bo you've said many times on this show quick match is exactly what you get you get in you shouldn't expect uh, uh good matching you shouldn't expect expect anything you should expect like just a fun goofy time uh somebody might feed somebody may throw the game for you lots of things can happen and you always kind of had this sort of zen attitude about about quick match and i wonder if you retain that now do you still do you still hold with that idea that it's still a fine place to go and spend your time um <clears throat> yeah because it's the least it's the least um there's opportunity cost or just like the, you can play without too much emotional investment but i'd argue that that's it's it's a little bit unhealthy there's this weird there's this weird balance right so when i go into rank i go ready to play mm -hmm. and when i'm in quick match that's where i go when i'm you know just just the worst like just <laughs> i'm tired <laughs> or i'm just like whatever you know and i i feel like that's the contract basically so if you're someone who's like man i'm gonna get good at etc let me practice some etc gonna take it in a quick match played some ai games i'm newer to the game the, my advice to you is, is like expect to lose mm. and just ex you know because that's the contract in that mode and unranked the draft of unranked was served to be a bridge and i think it actually succeeds uh, i don't play unranked too much but when i play there people try to make comps and try to play as correct as they can but the skill level varies a lot more mm -hmm. um and there's a lot more factors but generally speaking a quick match you shouldn't like pin any emotional satisfaction about the outcome of the game to to it because you can it's, you it can just really not go your way because of teammates or because of matchmaking right in particular i played six or seven games last night uh six of them were losses i had like one win all night and it didn't matter too much to me i mean i prefer to win but um you know i had the the infamous queued up as lost vikings to get a specialist game in i wanted just wanted to play them had butcher and leeming and zeratul and assassin match and i just i just got run over i just got run over you know and and it actually it wasn't that fun because the rest of my team like two minutes in was like let's just let it end mm. <laughs> they're, they're like and they weren't blaming me they weren't like to toxic towards me they were just no this is the quick match meta the quick match meta is you win at matchmaking whoever whichever team i noticed there's a few things that were happening a every healer that i've been like pumping up on this show beat me last night like kerzim there he is kicking my ass oriel oh shit i played a deckard can game kicking my ass yeah and um every team that beat me has a butcher butcher is like an overwhelming force in the quick match meta right and um doesn't always win but like it just feels like constantly losing to butcher and winning with it when i get q in it right. so there is this kind of like meta to quick match that after a while really sucks because you also start to feel like when you win your matches are because it's like you win because you got genji kerrigan and butcher and you just press your buttons and delete somebody and that's what you've been doing for 20 minutes mm -hmm. well i mean so, I, I feel like a support um as someone who likes to play support i end up doing that a lot more in quick match when i'm by myself i'm solo queuing yeah i like doing that because i don't know the contract's even simpler it's just i have a job my job is to keep these strangers alive the best i can 
Like that's it. So I tend to pick a more yeah. pure healer. I'll try to have my fun in there, but I, you know, I'm playing like, all right, I don't know you, but you need to live. So I'm here. I'd to, say I'm support here to help. is not that bad to random into quick match with. Yeah. You'd think it was, but it, like, just like you exactly described, it can be kind of relaxing actually. So yeah. like, well, I'm playing a very passive healer. I'm on, I'm, I'm queuing and sleeping. That's <laughs> like, I'm not going to go chase somebody past the tower. Cause I didn't pick an assassin or something. Yeah. It's, a, I, it's I had surprising. Somebody the other day, I know this is getting somewhat away from quick match as a topic. Yell at me for my healing in an AI game. Oh, wow. And it was, um, I marveled at it. Cause oh, I, it I, was a child. Clearly. <laughs> I was just like, wait a minute. You don't need to feel bad. It was do you, clearly, do you, you know, know why I'm here. A... Do you know why I'm in here in AI? It's because I don't play this hero. Uh, and I wanted to, I wanted to experience it. Mm. Why are you trying hard in versus AI? What are you, you doing? You queued up with a young, young person. <laughs> And taking their game very seriously. That's it's a matter of scale. It has to be. It has to be. But my favorite thing was this it was a Blaze. They were playing Blaze. Yeah. Okay. And their strategy is Blaze. The person who was exceptionally critical. I did not point this out to them because I understood what we were all doing in AI games. Yeah. We were all trying to learn. But whenever they did bunker drop. They would just sit in there and do nothing. <laughs> they just bunker drop, jump in. You wouldn't see any fire come out. Yeah. And you would yeah. just watch all the AI characters just move past it and walk away. And you would just see this little bunker out in the middle of the battlefield. Nobody around it. Nobody touching it. Nobody doing anything. And Blaze Nobody's is just over. in there like, yeah, <laughs> we're going to do this. Yeah. It's a weird very, place. Very quiet. It's a yeah. weird place. I mean, it's it's my f- least favorite place to play with friends, not because I don't like you guys, but because bad games and bad matches aren't always anything to do with us. And But all we can do is complain at, at ourselves and each other. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to do much else. So things are yeah. going really bad, and they do that for five games in a row. You're just like, gosh, dang it. I don't even want to talk to these people anymore. And that sucks. I don't like that. I mean, it's never gotten that bad. But you know what I mean? Like, there's this feeling of like, frustration and when you're all done you realize well i'm not even frustrated with my teammates they're not the problem it's somebody else or even if the other teammates were good our two randalls were good sometimes they're just it's so lopsided that we can't pull it together and it just doesn't matter and you get frustrated so in those cases i think draft mode unranked draft is like the way to go if yeah. uh and you get a, you got other funny business in quick match too like we got we got stomped in the game last night yeah. and i looked at their profiles and it was like it was three master level players on the team. My team had like platinums and bronzes. You know, it's just it was like, yeah. oh, I see why we got stopped. Like, there's no, yeah, there's less of that matchmaking business on the quick match side. The one thing I will say is is what we what we expect from quick match, which is like we want the convenience of logging in and playing a pretty light game. Everyone meets up on the sidewalk, play some street hockey. And it's like when you're playing street hockey, you know you're not like Wayne Gretzky playing, but you kind of pretend. You kind of pretend you ha- you're having that NH. You know, as a young person, I mean, you know that you're having that NHL experience. You're. I may have watched a Stanley Cup game this week and think I'm an expert now mm. on hockey. But um, well you done. may, you know, you you want to um, you, you want to have that experience. I think the same is true when you log into a Heroes game. Yes, it's quick match. Yes, you had the convenience of picking whatever hero you wanted. But you still kind of want to have that fantasy that your game 
is as cool as an HGC game, let's say, or you know, matters to that extent. It's nice. It's nice to have that narrative or that feeling or that experience. Like my game is an important game, even though you know it really isn't. And I think it underscores how much it's not in a bad way when you get these assassin comps or you get these strange things and you're going blizzard matchmaking why and it's not really like it's the matchmaking but it's doing its job correctly i think it's just that it's not calibrated to the to that mm. faux hgc experience which ever ever even like the most casual even that guy in ai who wants you to heal john he wants to have that HGC like experience in the game, right? Like that he wants to have that hero's meta experience in the game. And so that's that's why I think they're heading with the way quick match works, which is to give you more of a feeling like you're playing street hockey version of a real NHL hockey, you know? So. Yeah. It's entirely yeah. uh it's entirely possible that it will just keep getting better or it's possible that it may end up being the stepchild of the way the game works. I don't know. I think it's a hard challenge and once again, I think going in with expectations that this is not meant to be the most precision-based play you're going to have. This is meant to be a big trade-off. Your freedom to pick who you want, and you're trading that for a whole lot of unknown. So yeah. get used to it, people. Get used to it. Um, all right, I titled this next part Hero to Zero. It's a dumb name, but I have a question for the three of us, and that is... When do you think we're going to hear about the next hero? It has been a while, and I've noticed a bunch of Reddit threads and other stuff popping up going, yeah, what's going on? Usually we hear by now. I think this is all part of their plan. They said they were going to slow down the uh, the rollouts of new heroes. That was, you know, they're at that phase where they can start doing that. Feels like Decker Kane was kind of the, the last one to be in the rapid succession. So... Knowing that, I'm not that bothered or put out because I know something's coming. It'll come whenever it comes. But do we have any predictions, John? Do you think when do you think we get a new hero finally announced or teased at least or something? I think uh, with us being at the end of the week right now, I think teased next week, PTR the week following, and then out the week after that. Wow. Okay. Do, do you have any? Do you think they'll tie into this to E3 at all? Any reason to no, expect that? No, no, I, I, I mean, there's you always want it, right? Because yeah. you always look at E3 and you're like, man, it'd be so cool if Blizzard did something, but they never do. I mean, like usually if they do, it's like, oh, we're putting Diablo on console, you know, like or there's something like that. It's usually, it's usually not big things at E3. Blizzard doesn't seem to care that much about E3. Mm. Although does. Is Activision doing their own presentation? They do their own presentation. They do. Activision they? does their own thing. It is possible. Uh, they've done it before. Um, you remember the year Metzen came out? This is a long time ago, but he came out. I want to say it was the same year that Valve sent what's his name out to talk about Portal and the PlayStation 3 compatibility or whatever. But they had Metzen come out and announce uh, Diablo for consoles. And it was short, and it wasn't that big a deal, and they didn't really dwell on it, but it was kind of a big deal to see Blizzard show up there. But normally, Blizzard's not part of this. It's usually Call of Duty and whatever else they have going on. Here's the difference this year, though. This is a Activision with a lot less to show for their own publishing end. Mm -hmm. Like, they really have Black Ops 4, whatever's still going on with Destiny content. Um, that... Um, Oh, wait, that's even EA I'm thinking of with that other game, so that doesn't even count. I think they really don't have, I mean, other than maybe a new IP we don't know about yet or something, they're 
I think, woefully short on content for their presentation this year. So I wouldn't be surprised if either... It, well, it's entirely possible that Blizzard plays a bigger role. They could come out and, and make this the announcement platform for Diablo 4 or for other stuff around Blizzard. I don't know if they'll do yeah. any hero stuff, but I could totally see that as a way of filling things out because they don't... It feels a little uh, wimpy. And I'm not even 100% sure they're doing one this year. Like their own. I guess I should I could look that up. But I don't know if Activision has their own. I assume they do. They always do. Yeah, I gotta figure out what the what the schedule is for that. But yeah. I yeah, I also I'll tell you one thing that has changed for them is Blizzard has always been a big company that gets a lot of attention and a lot of a lot of likes and all of that, but they you know, beyond World of Warcraft, uh, they've never had the most dominant major big game in the world until Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And now they're kind of back at that again. It's not, you know, it's not Fortnite or PUBG, but it's still you know, like it's still they talk about a character once and it's on every new site in the world. Oh, it's like, enormous. Like, yeah. Uh, Overwatch sets the world on fire every time they look at somebody funny. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they, there's a chance that maybe that does put them in a position where Activision says, no, if you have something to talk about with Overwatch, you do it on the E3 stage, you know? Right. Yeah. I, Man, I'd, I, I'd love it. What do you think, Bo? You think that? I, I love that. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the spoof of This Is America. No, somebody did a spoof video of the Donald Glover song or the Childish Gambino song, but it's yeah. this is Overwatch. Oh no way! It's like Captain, buy some loot boxes. Captain, buy some loot boxes. Anyways, it's amazing. <laughs> I kind of want to see Overwatch it now. memes are still best memes. All my uh, all that's that song that this is America song was in my house constantly for about a week and a half, and now I feel like it's finally subsiding. Dude has an impact apparently. Uh, hey, guess what, guys? Uh, Donald Glover's popular. He's got. Was he good? He was good in Solo. You liked it? Yeah, I liked I him in Solo. Yet, but... I thought he was. I thought he was uh, Lando. Like, yeah. How awesome. much more Lando do you get? I mean, you might even say he was. It was too much of an impression of Lando, if there's any criticism. But yeah, I think there's th- a point where I, I don't want to ruin this for. No but it's not a spoiler, but like there was a point where I felt like he was going for the accent super hard yeah like he was actually doing an impression yeah and it's like somebody said ah, let's rein that in because it's only like that one scene mm-hmm. where it feels like boy he's really going for it right here yeah and then every other scene he it's like you know maybe on about 10 percent. yeah i noticed that as well i wondered if it's funny that you do you mention that because it's totally something i noticed but yeah i mean he's the that dude's a big deal i want to see that video it sounds great but I don't think there's any chance if BlizzCon happens out for Blizzard or sorry, if uh, E3 happens for Blizzard at all, I just hit myself with, the, with these ties in the back of this. Scott, damn let's check in. I, I have a feeling you might want to take off. Your no, mask it's there. driving you, me crazy. You can go ahead and take it off if it's not. Oh, it's so you don't want to get a rash under your chin there. I'm so itchy. No, on. I don't want to lose this bet. I'm staying. It's staying on. <laughs> People don't we know about it. Definitely entered the itchy phase. Yeah, there's no question. <laughs> um but you never uh, want to hear that on the <laughs> if blizzard chooses to use that as a platform for announcements i don't think that's heroes unless they do like some court sort of come out there and talk about everything that's happening in blizzard and then they kind of have their one more thing moment with a d4 announcement or something um but yeah i don't they're not going to get up and go and for heroes it's not they're not going to make a mini blizzcon i don't think out of that but they very, want to delve too might. deep into hyperbole but they could the Blizzard launcher becoming the Activision Blizzard launcher would be announcement worthy. Well, they've already done it, right? 
Yeah, kind of. But like, it's still, you know, Blizzard and get yeah, featuring. It's like a rap track with a featuring on it. That's sort of how it plays right now. But well, they've it, got their they got their little lower sense. their little lower fold thing. It's like, <laughs> hey, up here's all the Blizzard games. You can go in the basement if you want. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. yeah. There's, it just seems at some point the transition will be it's an Activision Blizzard launcher, oh, without saying whether that's a good or bad thing. I don't I, know. I, if I that's just think it doesn't. That seems bad. It just me. it just seems weird to be like to have only part of your company's games on, on a thing. I think I think that I think they all arrive there. But they're almost. What else do they have? Like, are they still doing Skylanders? I don't even think that's a thing anymore. <laughs> like, I think um, I think Activision, unless they're going to revive Tony Hawk or bring Guitar Hero back in some way. I mean, they're kind of at a they're kind of at a corner right now. I don't know what they're doing. Aren't they bringing Spyro back? Is that not Activision? Uh, Who's bringing Spyro back? I don't remember, but I don't know if that's enough. And certainly, isn't that... No, that Spider-Man game is a Sony joint. Yep. Yeah, I I mean, Activision, honestly, it's kind of a desert. And it's weird. They have they spent so many years relying on Call of Duty, and they still can. That, move, that game prints money. Uh, oh, man. They're making Transformer games that get PC releases. Yeah, well, they yeah. did. They did, but we haven't seen one of those in a long time. But the problem is, they Activision, not Blizzard, but Activision operates under a. We go to that well as many times till that well's gone, and then we hope there's another well somewhere that we can go to. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. they put out a ton of Transformers games, but eventually people stop caring about that. So, what do we do next? Yep. Yeah. Yep. They don't have quite the seismic. They don't have a thing that's just waiting around to be the seismic industry changing thing the way that Modern Warfare was. Like that game genuinely altered the course of not just shooters, but progression in video games and online multiplayer and all that stuff. It was huge. There's no denying it. Yeah, it's still one of my favorite shooter campaigns I've ever played. No, it was amazing. I remember going through that. It was um, the day after Thanksgiving. I just booted it up. I was like, well, let's give this a try. I don't feel like I gave this a fair shake. And I got to that sniper level where you're following Price and he's telling you, hold. Okay, go now. And you're like running between trucks and stuff. I was like, this is the most intense video game I've ever played. Why aren't more people talking about this? It turns out they were. Yeah, they totally were. It was a huge deal. It was seismic. So they're waiting. I don't know what their next one of those is, but uh, you know what? What's their big robot game that uh, the former... Uh, the former Call of Duty guys formed the company, uh, Respawn Entertainment, the games Titanfall? Titanfall 1 and 2. Those were cool but games, but they didn't. EA. Oh, is that EA? Yeah. Uh, see, Because they used to be Activision, right. and then EA picked them up after the whole kerfuffle. So here's your problem. They got nothing is our point. So <laughs> well, they got Duck Dynasty. They could bring that. They could bring oh, Duck sweet. Dynasty back, and man, they could really hammer Pitfall Harry home if they wanted to bring that one back. But my thinking is last time I hammered Pitfall Harry home, I went to jail. So ask your doctor if hammering Pitfall Harry is right for you. But here's the thing: they bringing them bringing Blizzard out to make some big noise is probably the more I think about it, is it's more and more likely in my head. Because otherwise, what are they doing up there? Unless I'm wrong and they don't have their own conference this year, it could be they just show up at the Microsoft or Sony conference and go check out Call of Duty Black Ops 4 and then they leave, you know? It could be that. Time will tell. We will see. Uh, this was about a new hero, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, Bo, give us your prediction. How soon for a new hero? <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
I, I, here's what I think. They told us at BlizzCon that the hero release pace was slowing down, and we were still on the old schedule because the content was prepared and on its way. Yeah. So I think this is the first time we're actually feeling and seeing the new pace of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm honestly all right with it. I think the pace was fast. I, there's always a new hero around the corner to learn and feel like you don't. I still don't really haven't sunk my teeth into Maiev too hard or um, uh, Deckard Kane that much. Like I sort of skip. I'm almost like, you know, you skip iPhone releases. Yeah. I'm kind of skipping hero releases in terms of how deep I go on some of them. So, yeah. I'm okay with this too. There's there's plenty of stuff to go back and sharpen your skills on and play in my case play for the first time. There's some characters I've never picked up. I've played my app for like 5 minutes. It also takes a professional scene. Like they they they're smart and they grab onto things quick, but it takes some time because they have the hero compositions that they practice. They have their theories about what might work, what not with new heroes all the time. Um, it just gives them less time to bear out what might be an interesting comp because they have less games mm-hmm. in which to experiment with stuff like this. You know, it's just, it seems like that actually helps the hero if it's going to be, usually new releases are pretty good for competitive and get tried out. So that gives them more time to really get fleshed out. And so I think that's a good thing. Chat room is bringing up the point that we've gotten really Problems. nothing else regarding the lore stuff since that little comic they put out. I don't yeah, know. I don't know what their yeah. yeah it's a teaser. It's I don't like know a what their plan show. is. Sure. It it it's it's like um it's like how you know you you drop a little thing and then you don't talk about it for like ten episodes and all of a sudden boom it's back. So yeah. I, I think it's yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm not too worried about it. Hey, a quick note to our friends over there that uh, like to play this game on their Macs. Uh, I I sometimes dabble there. I have a Mac I use. It's for all my production podcast stuff and video stuff, but. Occasionally, I'll fire up a game. Um, when Heroes of the Storm launched, ran great on this very Mac. No problem. Wonderful stuff. All good. Uh, if I wanted to play Diablo on here, again, great. Ran at high resolution. Looked good. They've always been really good about WoW releases on on Macs. Like they've, they've made it a priority in that company outside of uh, Overwatch to be very multi-platform friendly when it comes to desktop. And that's been great for Mac users who aren't necessarily hardcore gamers but found themselves in the Blizzard ecosystem. Uh, lately though, because I've been trying to do some tricks to get around some streaming limitations for our Heroes Charity Brawl coming up, which we'll talk about uh, not too long from now. Uh, that game's kind of a... It runs like garbage on uh, on Max right now. And I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I don't know what update it was. Um, it's just a pig right now. And even with everything turned low and it's not a graphics problem, it feels like a CPU issue or an optimization thing. Um, even on high-end multi-core, you know, pro desktop models for Macs, there, 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 plenty, plenty of speed there. I mean, they're, they're, they kind of miss the discrete video card business the PCs were famous for. And yeah, 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 a bunch of you are going, well, go get a PC. Macs are not good for games. I get it, but they make them for these players, so they should be playable. And I just noticed it was kind of poop. So I'm just throwing it out there. If anybody out there has any thoughts on that or want to pipe in about it or tell us what they're doing to kind of get around it. Or are you even able to play it anymore in its current form? I'd be very curious about that because I was really bummed out to see how, how poopy it is at the moment. And I think that thing's just kind of bloated and heavy. There's a lot of stuff going on with that engine that, that, you know, is hard on stuff. It's hard on streaming. It's hard on CPU. It's hard on all kinds of resource issues, um, even on PCs. So, uh, 
anyway this felt laggy to you right when you were doing when you were yeah it was like i would do it wasn't a bandwidth thing it was like a the computer is still is calculating where you're going thing and <laughs> it's, it's like not doing this <laughs> it's not doing yeah. this in any other blizzard game or any other kinds of games that play just fine out of steam or anything else um it's just a weird thing and i don't i don't exactly get it for example like a new modern big crazy rpg like uh what's it called uh pillars of eternity 2 uh that launched simultaneously on pc and max i downloaded it on both and it runs great on my mac great no problem no issues no weird lag nothing it just runs fine i don't know why heroes does that some people have suggested that because heroes was based on the starcraft engine and the starcraft engine was originally designed multiplayer wise for two players at any given time and they have figured out a way to shoehorn 10 in there <laughs> like think about that for a second it's no, supposed to be one-on-one, maybe once in a while, co-op with more than that or whatever. But StarCraft was mainly a one-on-one kind of experience, your army versus theirs. Now it's five people on each side, each with their own full set of whatever. It's just kind of a it's a it's a it's a monumental thing for that engine to 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 cover all of that. Uh if you're if you're working in less than, you know, high-end environments. So anyway. I just throw it out there that I feel you. I feel your pain. I think it sucks that it's that bad. And if you have some tricks to get around it, share it with us uh, over at core at heroesforyou.com and we'll spread it around and let people know. I don't want to forget about those people. They're good people. It's really noticeable in competitive Twitch gaming too, just because you get used to a certain feel, right? And so you can't replicate it. It's bad. Yeah. It looked like it ran, but it's just, yeah, it was. It looked like it was not responsive. John Brandon in the chat says it will get really poopy for a lot of people once DirectX nine support ends. That's also true. There's a lot of concern about that. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird time for that engine. I don't know what they're going to do about it or how they make it better. But well, I mean, they must be able to because there's a lot of talk about it. You know, replacing it, but those kinds of things can be worked on and improved, like piecemeal, right? Like, yeah. You know, I mean, you can um, you can slowly uh, convert something to be something totally. It- Different by the end, I guess. DirectX 9 ending, I think, is a good thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I mean, potentially, it depends on what it ultimately pushes them towards and and how it gets. I mean, that's the hard thing is is I think we've all felt it, and I don't want it to just turn us turn into us just complaining. But you know, we've all had a hard time streaming this game lately. Like we've run into technical issues and and problems and things like that, and you know in this day and age you have to be able to stream your game if you want it to continue to be a popular and exciting thing uh in the zeitgeist it just has to be a game that you can part of it it's it wouldn't lay it all at the feet of developers though because part of it is streaming is still new it's like i'd still say the fact that we all can stream games is nascent and our pcs are not built for it like it's they're they're built for hardcore gaming and they're capable of doing those things, but they're right. not built with that use case in mind. Like hopefully those PCs are coming where they're like, you buy this PC and you expect it to reliably stream and play games. Yeah. You could see Whether. one, you could see one that's like got a discrete chip that is doing nothing but stream handling. And there's, right. there's certainly yeah. configurations now that can do a whole lot more than that. But the problem is you've got every other competitive MOBA, every other shooter, every other, everything that's, that's big is all 
very streamable and doesn't have these kind of CPU issues. It is very much an engine problem combined with what you're saying, Bo. Like there's probably a future where it doesn't matter if your thing's not optimized for CPU usage. It won't matter because you have so much CPU, who cares? It'll just run and we don't have to think about it like most things do on computers now. You know, it used to be that pulling up your email was a pain. Well, it's not, you don't even think about it anymore. But I remember when that was slow. Wasn't that long, that many years ago. Well, it was like 15 years ago, but... Anyway, you know, running a running flash in your browser sometimes is like the worst. It totally is. So anyway, yeah. it still it still can only use a single core, which means it fights with other applications that need that core. Um, it's just not optimized. So I don't know. They never talk about it. I kind of wish somebody would in the AMAs would go, "Yo, what's up with this engine thing?" Like all the streamers that I that I watch that play, including our buddy Kyle, have all had to have a dedicated streaming computer and then a second computer to do the actual playing on it. Like, they can't do it all on one. That's not true of any other games that are popular right now, or even semi-popular or even remotely popular. So that feels that feels bad. They gots to fix it, yo. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Hey, three years. Welcome to the three-year anniversary. When is it? When's the actual year? Uh, through? It's on June 2nd or 3rd, Yeah, I think. Right after um, our charity brawl. Cool. Uh, well, we share the day with it. I think we mentioned it earlier, but they actually just unlocked some skins or some banners and sprays in the game for the third year. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty cool because I'm like, oh, damn, I've been playing this game every day for like three years. <laughs> That's kind of insane. I don't think I've played a game as much as I played Heroes of the Storm at this point uh, to look at a, a three-year celebration. Like, I log into WoW on the anniversary and used to do the stuff on there, but I'm a seasonal player on that game, but this have been daily and it it's a it's a huge milestone, I think, at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um so, happy it's, anniversary, everyone. It's pretty cool. The green is all it's all like they went to the they went to the <laughs> the World of Warcraft Legion art team and said, Hey, what you guys got laying around? You got a little uh, <laughs> you got any green left over? Any green? <laughs> you got a mystical number three in Legion Green? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Nope, totally well, Use it all in the game. <laughs> it's a little Professor Putricide green, but it's pretty close to the same. Did you think we had forgotten? I love that guy. All right. Uh, let's Are talk. Are they allowed to have? Do they, I wonder if they celebrate in the third year. Is it China that doesn't? Is the superstitions about the number three? Oh. Do I have that right? I don't know. Is it three they don't like? I think so. It's like us and floor, thir- 13th floor or whatever our deal is. By the way, I was. Yeah, exactly, I, exactly that. I went to a hotel in Vegas a couple weeks ago, and, or a month ago now, and uh, they had a 13th floor, and it felt really weird stopping there. Just throwing that out there. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me about, because I heard you talk about this on TMS, the the elevator that had an additional floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that's you another didn't one. go to? Yeah. I'm so mad about, I Scott. Know, like, that I know. story pointed out issues that I have because I was in my car yelling, like, why didn't you try it? I need to know what happened. Yeah, no, it was the small two-story place in St. George and we couldn't figure out what this third floor was because there were only two floors and I was too nervous to look. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect up there. Plus the place was kind of empty. So it kind of had like a shining vibe going on. Like everything was just a little bit creepy. I expected blood to come pouring out of there. So I just didn't do it. But um, yeah, maybe next time I'm down there. Before before I'm called, uh, before I, I get called out on it, number four is the unlucky number in China. Oh, okay. Well, then we're safe for another year. Yeah. Maybe they'll just skip it and go right to five. <laughs> hey, China, we've been here five years. No, you haven't. Oh, we totally have. That's what they'll say. 
That'll be their excuse. I'm having too much fun with the stupid mask. I know. I've been watching that. It's hypnotic. Um, all right. Finally, uh, before we move on to an email, we got to tell you guys to check us out this weekend. It's the big weekend, a chance for you to give to charity and help out some kids and play uh, or watch us play with a bunch of other podcasters and have really a great time at the Heroes Charity Brawl, which you can find details for and early donations for at heroescharitybrawl.net. The place is right here at frogpants.tv. The details are, of course, on that site. Uh, you're going to want to be here at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that's when the fun starts. It's right when we normally do our uh, There Will Be Dungeon session. But this week, we're taking it off and doing this like we have. This will be our third year, so another third year anniversary, uh, which is super exciting. HeroesCharityBrawl.net. Big thanks to everybody who's already donated. It's uh, crazy how that works, but uh, you can totally do that. And then while we're doing the actual event, uh, might be a great place for you to come in and help a children's charity, specifically uh, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And let's help some kids have some cool stuff. Who are yeah, We're up to, already up to $435. Uh, we haven't even started yet. Yep. So thank you all to your early donators. All new games, um, all new crazy events, um, insane new thoughts that may turn out to be brawls in the future. Who knows? You never know. Like Battle for the Bullion. Never forget, man. Never forget uh any other thoughts on that no i'm excited it's gonna be you know another wild year and we're hoping to we're hoping to make it uh just as engaging as it was last time so if you were there last year you you know that uh people uh, had quite a bit of fun with the scott died meme Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh we're bringing back uh bess i believe she's gonna be joining us and she was great Uh, i loved having her as part of the stream and there'll be prizes yeah, and, confirmed. Uh, I got the notice. Uh, I got the notice be- right before we went on. There will be prizes. Nice. Yeah. So if you like free things, donate to, to up your chances to win. I think. Yeah. I think that's how it works. I'm not the prize coordinator. I don't remember. Could, but... It couldn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It won't hurt. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you should just donate anyways. But really, you know. Think of the kids. Kids first. Something. Sure. In it for you. Sure. Sure. Look, and, uh, <clears throat> they're going to be three I'm girls. Not judging there. people who show up and win prizes. I'm just saying it's about supporting a charity. And if you went and didn't give anything, but you got something, <laughs> that's a little. It's, eh, yeah. It's not. It doesn't look good. Karmically, right. it's not a good look. Sure. Yeah. It's a the vision. The the optics are off. I get it. Uh, also, uh, there. I cannot believe it, but there are two. Two of our players, guys, are totally women, all right? And then Vesa, of course, helping us out with some stuff, too. The fact that we will have three girls there shows that we are making a real effort to not be the loudest bunch of white guys in the room. It's nice to have some diversity. I like it a lot. So We're, we're celebrating. You know, it's a diverse audience, the Heroes of the Storm. Oh, my chin itch is so bad, I'm going to scream. It's I know. Seriously. We should take, you should take it off. No, we're not making just- it. Draw I, I, this out longer. Let's just see how long we can make the show go. I feel like there's gonna be a big red rash around this face. <laughs> These freaking cheap masks. Like, everyone will be like, "Did you get your head stuck in a toilet bowl?" <laughs> I'm really not looking forward to it now. I had somebody on the on Twitter say they'd give me real money for this thing. Like, dude, I will totally pay you a bunch of money for that. I'm like, not after I've used it like this. That's gross. So that increases its value. All you got to do is sign it in the back. And oh, good. yeah. I want some greasy Scott in my life. That's fantastic. I wonder what I could get from mine. Mine's got soda in the chin. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a lot more than you think. <laughs> Ew. 
Is why, it still? Why are you dribbling? In, in, like, I didn't mean to. There's a gap. Look, it's not oh, like right up against my lip. Scott had to do it real delicately, but he's got a little nub on the water yeah. bottle. You guys, are, you guys are the whiniest luchadors I've ever. <laughs> I know. Had. Bo, Bo has successfully yeah. worn his like newspaper hat this entire time. Yeah, he's really sacrificed for the <laughs> right. show. Newspaper hat. <laughs> I've got to balance it up here. If I might move my head a certain way, it'll fall off. Yours strapped into your face. It's very impressive. Look, I just want. I want the Medivh skin that Bo is repping right here because that was like <laughs> homeless Gar- garbage Medivh. I'm really looking forward to. Oh my gosh, dude! If it wasn't so close to edging up on bad PC, a hobo Medivh is a great skin just for the newspaper on the head. Yeah, he yeah. could have the the handkerchief and the stick. Yeah, you know how, like yeah, yeah. And not a, and, we're not uh, talking homeless Medivh. We're talking mystical hobo on a train, Medivh. He, 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 can, <laughs> he can turn into what we call here in Canada a shithawk. <laughs> you ever heard of a shithawk no, before? I feel like no. this is a Trailer Park Boys thing. Tell me uh, more about it. Another this. term for it is it's a Quebec chicken. Okay. Sorry, Quebecois. I'm from Quebec, so I can say these things. Yeah. They call it a, it's a, it's a pigeon. Okay. A shithawk is a pigeon. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just see people. I mean, they're like, oh, there's a couple shithawks over there. So yeah, you could do like, that. He could have a shithawk. And he could have and the newspaper, the bindle. Sack. Yeah, the little yeah, bindle, sack bindle sack. Yeah. yeah, he can poo. Yeah, because he'll let little shithawk poos out. His and... his uh bu- his uh, portal could be like like a shack door, just going slink and opens up. He could <laughs> no, have it's, like it's a... a McDonald's garbage bin, and <laughs> oh. <laughs> one, one, one come out the other. You're side. describing the coolest skin in the history of the game. Why is it being made? And he's down. Uh, yeah, it's he's probably offensive him. to somebody. It's a problem. All right, uh, that's great. Is that's it? good. Here's an email. Well, you know, I think mystical hobo with powers. People think homeless guy. Look, if you're offended by homeless people, there's something you can do. <laughs> it's true, dude. Maybe do something about it. Hey, uh, email from uh, a listener whose uh, name is Crush with a K. Crush. Isn't that the turtle from Finding Nemo? Oh. Is it Crush or the Crushinator? It just says Crush, so I don't know. Okay, because I met one of our listeners on a bus here in Ottawa. And I think it was name was the Crushinator. Funny wow. enough, Bo was wearing the exact same outfit. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to like, send I love back. you on card. I was like, you got any change? Man. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to McDonald's, get a burger? Yeah. You start dancing. I'll sign, uh, I'll sign your goddamn uh, bag for, <laughs> for, for a couple dollars. You, start, there, you start singing Spoon Man and dancing for money. I love it. Uh, this person wrote in crush. If it is him, let us know, uh, says, hello, core hounds. Let me start off by saying, I agree. The bundles should be more subdivided, make them cost whatever extra for making them small. But that option is a good one. I also think the decision to lower the sun's out probability in the next mania boxes was a good one. I do take issue with you guys. However, uh, let's see how you guys viewed the value of loot boxes though. And it comes down to framing. If you're actually in the mindset that only uh, that the only thing you're trying to do is get good, and everything else you uh, or and everything else could get trash. What doesn't make sense? If you're actually in the mindset that only the thing you're trying to get is good, there you go, and everything else you could get is trash, then yes, loot boxes are not going to be good uh, or a good value for you. However, I don't think that's fair to say. I quote opened 52 boxes and only got two skin tints. That's giving uh, no value to the hundreds of other items you got, uh, or in that or for that matter, shards. 
that you may have been jazzed about getting at any other time, just because they are not part of the current event doesn't mean the content is worthless. I also wanted to say that my experience with loot boxes, this event has been great. I bought 25 boxes so far for event loot, and I have Garage, Sonya, and ETC, as well as a uh, few new announcers, and oddly enough, a Dark Nexus Alarak. It's also delightful uh, looking at, or sorry, looking for the Carbot content in the loot box. Always nice to see those in there. Keep up the great work on the show. Always look forward to, uh, to the new shows and the laughs every week. Crush. All right, Crush. Uh, other than butchering your second paragraph, let me say this to you there, buddy. Uh, I think I agree with him. <laughs> like, he's right. Like, our expectations are we want a gold wiggly medallion to pop out of a box and then find out it's a it's a really cool legendary we didn't have before. And when we don't get that, then we, we've, you know, we've, we're done. Uh, we feel the same way about Overwatch, or at least I have before, and it's not really fair there either. You're getting cash. Well, I, You're getting... I, I think it's uh, like I'm sorry, but I'm the one kind of getting called out, so I'm gonna throw a little shade back. Um, I think it's totally fair to say I was disappointed in my 52 loot boxes. I was. I'm not telling you that you would be with yours, but hearing what you got, you did a lot better than me. Mm. Like when I when I look <laughs> at your, the boxes, <laughs> yeah, when I look at your 25, but... that sounds way better than my 52. If I'm being honest, it was way better than my 104 that I ended up opening over the course of the entire event. Right. Um. I. It depends on what you ultimately want out of it. I do agree. If you're in a position where you want a lot of things out of it, then yeah, there's a lot of value there. But I have a lot of these things. I was playing Heroes for a long time before 2.0 came out. And then, because I thought it would be good content, I bought a crap ton of boxes to open on stream. And I had a lot of stuff already. So it was a lot of shards, and that did allow me to buy some things I wanted. And I didn't feel it was empty, but if you go back and listen to what I actually said, it was, what is better, going the loot box route or buying, saying, you know what, I'm going to take the hit, it's a lot of money, and I'm going to buy the bundle. Mm. And the end result is the bundle was the better way to go. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just... That's just the way it ultimately panned out for me. I'm not trying to devalue Dark Nexus Alarak, but I also already had him. So the, the one thing I would say is that this is highly it's gambling, right? Mm. You know, yeah. two people can buy a lottery ticket and you ask the guy who didn't win and the guy who won sixty million dollars how they feel, and they're gonna, you know, sixty million dollar guys will be like, lottery's great, everyone should play this. Man, this sixty million dollars great. Well, I don't know why people trash a lottery. Mm. And the guy who's been losing, you know, lost is like, man, I lost again. <laughs> I really wish I had the two dollars back. Yeah, you know, or whatever. You know, it's like that. It's it. The nature of loot box is that it's a gambling proposition, and I think, like mathematically speaking, you could end up with the worst. You know, it's probably a statistic anomaly, but you could get you could have gotten nothing. Mm. Yeah, even even with guaranteed, all of your legendaries could have been shards, and everything cool could have been shards, and you could have walked away just being like, well, I guess I got shards, but. Shards doesn't. It's like that in Overwatch too. The money in shards. I know the, the the value proposition is, oh, it's a control, so at least you get to buy what you want. But it's that it's it's really expensive. You know, you have to open ten times the boxes it would take to get it. So right. Yeah. Well, if you really but want to be gambling. if you want to be a real gambler, though, you could <laughs> you could pre-order Fallout seventy six, whatever the hell that is, 
for 20% off on Prime membership over at Amazon. They've put a teaser out for a game that we don't know jack about. All we know is it's called a thing, that it's tied to Fallout somehow, and yet you can go and throw down your 60 bucks right now for a game you don't know a thing about. That's gambling and video games, folks. Boom! Oh, wait, I think people are saying it's an online survival RPG. Some people, it is rumors, but they there's nothing oh, official okay. from them yet. Um, online survival oh. RPG sounds terrible to me. Why would they rip off Overwatch so blatantly? <laughs> With the 76? <laughs> yeah, come on, Fallout, colon... 76 yeah i mean don't you think union 76 was like come on overwatch <laughs> how why about you what was why this? you repping our gas so hard <laughs> right. with your old yeah. man <laughs> i hope they sue the shit out of them uh, they won't they're, they're, i mean uh, look fine. i'm not uh, hopefully crush isn't taking that too hard i'm just saying like i'm glad it's working out for some people but it, it didn't ultimately hit for me in the comparison i was trying to make I do think something needs to be done about legendaries. Like mm. getting a legendary should feel good all the time, every time, at least varying degrees of good. And every legendary I got from those loot boxes was a duplicate of something I already had. So it didn't feel wonderful. A, a boot to the peepee. I understand. It's when I opened it, I was here. like, well, this is a real boot to the peepee right there. That's right uh great minds and all that hey uh if you want to email us you can core at heroes for you.com that's core at heroes for you.com and in fact i would recommend you go to heroes for you.com because now every episode we post comes with blog posts that means comments from you so if you want to have a conversation on the site you can do that now uh you'll get show notes you'll have links to stuff we talked about all that stuff's there now at heroes for you.com and uh there's also a link at the top of that page where you can contact us directly if you'd prefer to do that uh think that's gonna do it don't forget our entire show here that we do that we make is supported at uh patreon.com slash core show all because of you guys patreon.com slash core show and huge thanks to those who do uh we will uh continue to make great content for you if you continue to show your love to us at patreon.com slash core show it's gonna do it for the show i think uh, hey, uh, follow John on Twitter. He's at John underscore Jagger. Follow Bo at Bo Schwartz. And follow me at Scott Johnson. And as always, CourtHeroesForYou.com is our email address. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Bo, for John. See you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question.